Stage Door. Hi, this is Frankie Ray, and you're listening to The Stage Door Show with Dave Hondell. Five, four, three, two, one. Hi everybody, welcome to The Stage Door tonight, this is Dave Hondell, and on our show we have rising singer-songwriter Frankie Ray with us. Frankie, thank you so much for being on The Stage Door Show. Hey, thanks for having me. Now Frankie, uh, you had a recent album in 2019 come out entitled Brave, which is on all streaming platforms. It's a follow-up to your 2016 debut album called A Thing or Two About Dreams. What can our listeners expect when they go on to uh, find Brave on these streaming platforms? So um, this album was a lot of fun to make because I kind of had uh, been sitting on um, a bunch of different kinds of songs for a while. You know, I had uh, more folky country kind of sounding songs and then I had some more pop sounding ones and ones that were a little bit more edgier. Um, So this album was a lot of fun to make because it has a little bit of everything. Um, There's just a lot of really cool sounds that I hadn't really explored before. There's some cool vocal effects on one of the songs that I kind of like, which I've never really done before. So um, this album is just a lot of fun to make. I cover a lot of different topics. Um, The title track, Brave, is it was inspired after the Pulse shooting in Orlando. Um, And it sounds very sad, but what I wanted to do was to, you know, write a song about some of these terrible events that have happened in our world recently and, uh, you know, kind of put a hopeful tone on it, you know, saying, you know, we just need to be brave and we can all come together and we can work together to overcome a lot of the obstacles that we're facing as, you know, humanity. They never mentioned his name on the news. A Stanford boy couldn't do much harm. They never gave her her truth. The truth that lies beneath their white smiles But all of us know what this is about, boys It takes all we have just to be safe It takes everything we've got just to be So um, that was kind of, I, that's kind of why I chose that as the title. Um, and yeah, there's just, there's a lot of different topics. I try to stay away from, you know, sappy love songs, even though there's one of those on there as well. So there's ballads, there's more poppy songs, there's a little bit edgier rock sounds on there too. So there's just a lot of stuff. Now, when you write music, what's your process like as a songwriter? Uh, You know, do you come up with the melody first uh, or do you come up with the words first? Uh, You know, I talk to a lot of different songwriters and singers and some will come up with words first and some will come up with uh, melodies first and they'll come up with the words afterwards. What is your process like when you write songs? More often than not, I start with the melody. In fact, currently I have a ton of pretty much finished songs. Uh, They just don't have the words. And I think that's more because I I take the words so seriously. You know, I can't just sit down and just 
write something that works. You know, I, I have to really be invested in it and I have to identify with what I'm saying. And um, I'm kind of hard on myself when it comes to lyrics. You know, I'll rewrite the same line over and over again just because I'm just like, I don't, I don't want it to sound cheesy. I don't want it to sound too poetic, but I want it to be raw and candid at the same time. And <laughs> there's just all that stuff running through my head. So um, I wish I you know, would write the lyrics a little bit quicker than I do. But more often than not, I start with the melody and I kind of get a feel for, uh, you know, what does the song sound like? Is this, you know, kind of a, a happy sound? Do I want to write a hopeful song or is this more, you know, edgy and more, uh, I don't know, depressing or whatever <laughs> I'm feeling at the moment. So it usually starts with the melody. Sometimes the process of writing a song, I know, can take some time. Um, it's like a puzzle, putting together a puzzle. Now, I had a recent podcast with a musician that really he called one of his songs the perfect storm, you know, where it was written in like 10 minutes. And then the next day, you know, they were they were recording it and it was, you know, doing very well on the streaming platform. So that doesn't always happen. Uh, you know, most of the time it's a longer process, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and I've, I've actually had that happen. I've had the perfect storm sessions where um, I like that phrase, by the way, for that. Um, <laughs> I've had, you know, songwriting, yeah, songwriting sessions where it, you know, I have one song that's not released, um, but I, I wrote it in a day and I'm really happy with the lyrics and everything just happened. And I was like, wow. And, but there's other songs that I've been sitting on for months and I'm just like, oh, I don't know what to write to it because it just doesn't. I don't know when you know you know <laughs> when it's when it's the right when the words are right and the melody's right you just know. Yeah, I mean when the feeling hits you, you put the pen to the paper. Uh, it can happen at any time, you know. So I, I definitely get that. So when did you know you wanted to be a singer and songwriter? Was it when you were a child, or did you kind of grow into it over the years? You know, what was that like? It was definitely something I always wanted to do. Um, even if I didn't quite realize, I didn't really, so when I was, you know, younger, I would always listen to music with my mother. I would listen to <clears throat> Joni Mitchell and Dolly Parton and Alanis Morissette and, you know, wide variety. And I would always imagine myself playing those songs. I mean, in my head, I would just picture myself on the stage with the guitar singing whatever song I like. I also did, I mean, I didn't quite know it was possible to do that. I think I was kind of too young to really look at the big picture of all of that. But um, it was definitely something that I always wanted to do. I was always, you know, making up little songs in my head. And when I was a little kid, I had a keyboard and I used to always write songs on that. So I, I would always, you know, that fantasy of me being on a stage performing and singing songs that I wrote, you know, that would keep me occupied for hours. I would just sit there and just think about it, you know, or even um, certain TV shows, like uh, there were shows that I was watching when I was a kid, um, you know, dancing and singing variety type shows. I used to, you know, lock myself in my room and, you know, learn the dance moves that I was seeing on TV or learn the songs. And just, I, I was always performing, even if it was just for myself in my mirror, you know? <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like to, I like to hear that. That's a, that's a great story. You know, I noticed that you do a lot of media. You do a lot of TV interviews, radio interviews all around the country. And you really put yourself out there as an artist. You know, we have a lot of indie artists that listen to our podcast. Um, talk about the importance of branding and marketing yourself as an artist. Um, yeah, it's definitely important. And it's, it's not easy to do. I'm actually still kind of learning myself what my actual brand is. I mean, I'm a singer-songwriter and I write, you know, happy, poppy music with a lot of, you know, 
serious lyrics packed in there. But baby, we can wait all night to decide if this is right or if we should just keep this locked away. And I've heard you wish for secrecy, but I'd rather us be brave and we can make it out of this okay. Ooh, you know, I'm not turning back again this time because you're everything, everything. definitely important you know everything from your you know hiring a really good photographer and not just relying on a friend with a cell phone to take pictures of you um, investing in a videographer to do some kind of promo video like I know I've spent a lot of time thinking of what I want my pictures to look like and what I want my videos to look like um, you know and I hired this one videographer who he's actually he's an independent filmmaker um, and I really, I just liked the style of his movies. So I hired him to come in and do a promo video of me talking to the camera and performing a song. Um, and, you know, it was definitely expensive, but it was, it was worth it because I wanted to have that kind of promo video. I didn't want just like a music video, you know. Um, so all of that's important. You know, your press kit. I spent, I mean, I've spent so much time rewriting my biography and making sure everything is updated, making sure I have updated pictures, um, updated live videos, and just getting my story together, you know, and hustling and reaching out and telling people what I do. You know, I'm a songwriter and, um, you know, I kind of, I know my genre. It's definitely, you know, poppy and folky with an acoustic element. So, you know, you have to be able to explain who you are and what you do. And just your whole package has to be together. Everything from, you know, your press kit online to, you know, I mean, even when I do my live shows, I have, you know, a little poster board that I made that's really pretty and I've got all my information on it. And then I've got my business cards and all that stuff comes together. Now, I think in the business of being an indie artist, it's uh, it's important to uh, really put yourself out there. Um, you know, even if you have a management team or somebody working with you, it's important to actually put yourself out there as well and kind of be your own business person. Uh, so, you know, what, what are some things that you do to set yourself apart, uh, from some, some of the other artists? Um, it's actually interesting. I did a, um, a podcast interview a few months ago and I, one of the things that I was talking about that I was frustrated with and I was like, you know, I'm having a hard time, you know, setting myself apart and, the the person interviewing me was looking at my uh, Instagram account and she's like, you know, I see she's like, I see you post a lot of, you know, flyers about shows that you're doing and, and that's great, you know, and you have a lot of pictures of yourself. She's like, but what else is there to you that people would be interested in? Like, what are five things that you're interested in or that you like, you know, aside from music? And I was like, okay, well, I like food. <laughs> I like cooking. I like animals. You know, I like all that kind of stuff. And she's like, well, start posting about that. She's like, post a picture of your cat on your Instagram. And I'm like, well, 
yeah, but my Instagram's more for my music business. And she's like, it doesn't matter. That is, you know, people want to see you. Don't just post every day saying, hey, I'm playing here tonight. Come watch me. Hey, I'm playing here tonight. Come watch me. You know, make a post about a book that you read recently or something, you know, to give yourself a little bit more of a personality and, you know, more well-rounded, something that people can relate to aside from just the music. So that's actually something that I've been working on uh, recently to kind of set myself apart and get my story and my brand together. I've been posting about, you know, um, other artists that I like to listen to, um, posting a lot of pictures of my animals, which I love, and food and all that kind of stuff, just to give people a little idea of who Frankie is aside from the fact that she writes songs. (laughs) You know, Frankie, you get a lot of radio play around the country and, you know, also in Australia. Um, How did you react the first time you either heard your music on the radio or found out that it was playing on the radio? I was really excited and kind of blown away. I, I didn't really, I mean, I don't personally think my music has like a, a contemporary commercial feel, but, um, I just, I think it's cool that there are still these independent radio stations that are supporting unsigned artists, you know, indie artists. And I was really excited. Um, That radio play came along with an interview and I'm actually still friends with that host on social media. So it's just really cool to know, you know, the world that we live in, your music can travel, (laughs) you know, literally across the globe. Mm -hmm. So it it was really exciting and because people are listening. See this mountain's not that hard to climb. I'm miles from the top, but I'm doing just fine. So you can go ahead and keep whatever makes you as perfect as you are. And I'm going to keep what makes me star. I can shine as bright as you. Because I got dreams. Follow too And it's about time to get out of my own way And it's about time to face what makes me run away See I've heard you loud and clear And I'm taking my chances Cause they're not yours to take Now I know you played a lot of notable shows in your career, Frankie um, but the one that really caught my attention was the NAM show, uh, which stands for National Association of Music Merchants. Every year it's held where many, many um, artists, you know, notable artists from all over the world, uh, you know, attend and play, you know, different performances at the booths, uh, you know, either for Gibson, Taylor, uh, regardless of the booth, you know, they usually have big name artists play there. So to play at NAM is really a big deal. So talk about that, you know, in the last few years that you played there and, you know, how was that experience? That was very exciting. Um, this uh, past January was actually my third year going. And um, so the first year I went, I, you know, didn't, I wasn't really able to perform at all. There was a booth that I was kind of working with. There was a small, uh, independent company and I was able to kind of demo some of their PA systems Um, so that was really exciting and then um, this past year that I went I had a couple performances I I was able to um, get a spot on the Yamaha stage and I did that just through applying on their website and um, also I got to do a show at the House of Blues um, right there in Anaheim and that was really exciting because 
um, I was able to get that show because last year when I went, I met a, you know, singer-songwriter, and he and I, you know, added each other on social media, and we kind of got to know each other, and um, this past year, he said, hey, I'm, I'm putting a show together at the House of Blues, and I want you to be a part of it. I was just like, oh, that's awesome, and they were artists from all over the country that were, that were also doing this show. Um, so that was really exciting, and it just reminded me how important it is to network and you know you never know who you're going to meet that's going to maybe help you open up a new door or reach a new goal that you didn't think you could reach but it was just really exciting you know it took you know three years to kind of be able to do an actual performance um but it was it was a lot of fun definitely frankie what are some of the current projects you're working on and what can we all look forward to I'm actually uh, fortunate enough to have a roommate who is a recording engineer. Um, he has his whole setup in his bedroom, and he, you know, he's made many, many records in his life. So um, he and I have actually been recording some of the newer songs that I've been writing, and we finished one um, that's I'm pretty much planning on releasing it as soon as the quarantine is over, or at least you know, midsummer by the latest. So um, I have that. So I have a new single coming out. It's called Theodora. Um, and there's videos on my social media of me playing it. So that's really exciting. And like I was saying earlier, I have so many songs that are pretty much finished. They just need lyrics that I've been sitting on. So I've kind of been trying to find, I guess, new inspirations to, to write about. I'm, I'm working on one about the quarantine, obviously, because it's, you know, what everyone's facing right now. So I'm excited. That probably will be the next one that I that I finish. Um, and as soon as each song is finished, you know, I get with my roommate and we'll record it. And so hopefully by the end of this year, I'll have a new album out. How can listeners find your work and uh, how can they find you on social media? My website is frankieray.com. And my website has all of the links to everything, Spotify, uh, social media accounts. Social media handles are all Frankie Ray Music. And pretty much everywhere I've got, yeah, iTunes, Spotify, all of those uh, major streaming platforms. And I also, you know, I, I'm pretty big on posting every day. So if you follow me on social media, you'll definitely be seeing a lot of me and you'll be updated on everything. <laughs> Frankie, I want to thank you so much for being on our show today. Uh, you know, I wish you nothing but the best of luck in your career. And you are always welcome back on our show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Can you give me something else to me?